less stress, more time, more money. Welcome to the Cash Flow Contractor, short with Martin Holland. Hello, Cash Flow Contractors. Uh, welcome to this short episode. Um, cash Flow Contractor, where we're all about more free time, less stress, and more money. Uh, you've got me again today because Khalil is still at that soccer tournament in Alabama. Don't know how well he's doing, but he's still there. Of course, it's only been 15 minutes <laughs> since the last episode. Uh, today, I want to talk kind of impromptu about a really important subject that comes up all the time with my clients, and that's the difference between a 1099 contractor and a W-2 employee. And I want to preface all this by saying I am not an HR expert. And I am not an attorney, but I have been around a while, right? And what the things I hear all the time are, well, I know why people use 1099 as opposed to employees. All they have to do is write them one check. They don't have to uh, pay payroll tax. They don't have to make tax deposits. There's a, a lot of reasons that it's convenient to hire somebody and call them a 1099 contractor as opposed to an employee where you do have certain restrictions. I mean, vacation and did you fire them and you're subject to W or not W, uh, workers comp, uh, unemployment. Uh, you have to collect the payroll tax. You have to remit. They're just a lot. You have to pay overtime, right? Those are all things you don't have to worry about if you're hiring 1099 contractors. So understandably, a lot of people go 1099. The question is, is that the right thing to do? Okay. And I'm not talking about the morally right thing to do. I'm talking about the danger right thing to do. And I have to look, I wrote an article on my uh, blog called Surprise. And one of the examples was a business owner. I'm, I'm going to have to read because I can't remember all the penalties for uh, uh, this guy had hired 1099 contractors for all the reasons that I just listed. It was easy, just one check, no payroll, all that kind of stuff. And uh, he thought that that was good uh, until... I don't remember exactly. Uh, well, I, I say in the article that he dashed around and everybody in his line of work uh, classified his employers as, or their employees as 1099 contractors. Well, he got caught and the penalty for each W-2 that's not filed, in other words, a 1099 that is really an employee, was $50 for each W-2 not filed, 15% of the total wages paid, 40% of the employee's FICA taxes, which is the unemployment tax, 100% of the FICA max taxes, and a half percent penalty for an unpaid tax liability each month, up to 25% of the total tax liability. In this case, the guy was up, uh, faced penalties of over $100,000, okay? So when I bring this up to people, they say, oh no, my, my person's a, a 1099, they really are. And I said, well, why do you say that? Well, you know, they can come and go when they want. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, I, I don't tell him what to do, except I really do tell him. Anyway, it gets pretty soft. So what I thought I would do, uh, not just for this podcast, but what I've done in the past is go look at what the IRS says about that. And there are some websites where you can look at bullet points, but there's also the IRS produces a form called an SS8, which you can find. And Determination of worker status for purposes of federal employment taxes and income tax withholding. Okay. Uh, sounds like a thrilling thing to read. I tell you what, go print it, read it, answer the questions, 
and ask yourself whether or not you're exposed. And really the huge majority of the people I know who use 1099 contractors, they, they have employees, right? So let me just uh, read off some of the questions um, that I have. How did the worker get the job, right? Did you give them instructions or did they bid it? Uh, they get it from some other method, okay? So how did they get the job? Um, if they Did they receive pay from more than one entity? Because, uh, right? So, well, yeah, my guy does side stuff in the evening. You know, you, you have to explain that. You have to list these things out on this form. He said, um, is there a written agreement between the firm? In other words, is there a contract? Contract? Did they bid a job and you wrote a contract? Um, what specific training or instruction do you give this person? Uh, do they receive, or how do they receive their work assignments? Is it just you telling them about it? Or do they take their assignments from an intermediate boss that you deal with, right? Do you set time limits on it? Uh, what's, who, who is the worker supposed to contact if there's a problem? If, do they call you or do they call their intermediate boss, right? Um, what meetings is the worker required to attend? And what are the penalties for not attending it? So is the, is the worker required to provide the services personally or can they have subs do it? Their workers do it, right? Um, who pays the substitutes if they have them? Do you pay them or do, do they pay them? Um, who provides the supplies and materials for the job and the tools, right? He may have, he or she may have their own truck, but who's providing materials? In other words, is it really a bid or is it, you know, just somebody out there working for you? What, what expenses get re reimbursed? Uh, what type of pay do they get? Do they get a lump sum or they get, uh, a weekly pay amount, you know, and does it depend on the work they're doing or is it over based on time? And, um, are they required to carry workman's comp insurance? And a lot of the people I know carry workman's comp insurance for their 1099 contractors because they know the contractors aren't going to have it, right? And they're going to be liable for it. And there's one there. You, so you guys can get this and read it. But there's one really tricky one in here that seems in my mind to trump everything. I don't really know anybody who's got miscategorized mis, uh, 1099s who can answer this question satisfactorily. And it is, what is the likelihood that they can lose money? Are they at financial risk? A contractor is. They give you a bid and they can blow it and actually lose money. A 1099 who shows up on a weekly basis to work for you isn't at risk. And that is the real catch-all. When I bring that one up to people, they all kind of look like they hear somebody calling them in a distance, you know, up to the left, kind of, whoa. That's kind of tough. And so it's your choice uh, to use 1099 or W-2, but I, I uh, really encourage you to understand what qualifies. You may never get caught, but if you do, it can be very, very expensive. And don't just rely on the fact that somebody told you or everybody do does it, or you read the nine reasons that are bullet point on the IRS website and decided, oh yeah, grab this form SS8 and fill it out and see how comfortable you are. So anyway, this is a really, really important business. It can, or a topic, it can be fatal to your business to get it wrong. And there's about a time to uh, get it right. And if you need to charge more to pay for employees versus 1099s, then do it. 
Thanks for listening to The Cashflow Contractor. Check out our website in the show notes or visit thecashflowcontractor.com.